afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, September the 23rd, 2021. It's another Tech Golf podcast. Coming to you hot and fresh and ready. Not unlike a hot pocket right out of the microwave. Ice cold on the outside, scold and blister your mouth on the inside. I don't know how that analogy works. I'll let you figure it out. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you're new here, if your first time we talk about video games, movies, and television, anything else that strikes our fancy. And as always, we try to work as many phallic-related jokes, analogies, and puns in as possible. And we ask that you don't question why. But before we get started, I have a very important question to ask, and that question is, of course, Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, I'm sick right now, so... Truth, uh, yeah, you, yeah no. you've managed to come down with the, my son is a toddler and I have a head cold, cold. Yeah, so, I had a late night last night, couldn't, like, breathe, uh, just so stuffed up, uncomfortable. Ah. Um, so, yeah, I've been just chilling, just no energy. Uh, Did you bathe in Vicks? No, I didn't, I didn't have any Vicks, <laughs> so. Oh, no, no uh, Vicks! Yeah. So I'm Salty. starting to feel a little bit better right now, but uh, yeah, I'm going to try and as soon as we're done this, I'm, I'm just going to go right to bed and just <laughs> sleep it out. No Vicks is a bad time. You got to at least have some Vicks in your life. That's like the, the core. Com- I actually, I'm not even convinced that Vicks does anything. It's like the greatest placebo effect of all time. Like it might like mildly open up your sinuses and then beyond that, it's just like, oh, my, my mother lathered me in Vicks and so it must do something. And so I, I too will lather myself in Vicks. You know, it's not not entirely related to Vicks, but similar concept uh, concept, I suppose. Like every night, every night when we go to bed now, uh, M, um, M was like a big fan of like lavender oil and stuff to help her sleep at night. And uh, and then she was like, the lavender oil was nice, but she was like, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I wanted to get some peppermint oil, and so she bought some peppermint oil. Not cooking version, but like actual peppermint peppermint oil, like you would use in like a diffuser or or on your, you know, on your temples or whatnot at night. And uh, and she bought like the world's fucking biggest bottle. I mean, this shit's gonna last us until we're retired. I mean, it's, it's like a fucking legit bottle. I mean, you don't you don't use that much oil when you're using because it it's so strong. She's got a whole ass like big bottle of this stuff. And at first I thought she'd never get through it, but now I'm pretty sure it's gonna be gone within the year because at night when she gets in bed. And she's got, like, her face mask that she gets, you know, she's all ready with her face mask. You know, girls, they get in bed sometimes, they wear, like, 400 fucking apparatuses. They got, like, their face mask on, and they've got, like, 16 diverse, you know, different facial creams and whatever else they fucking put on. Men are just, like, taking their shirt off and, like, crawling in bed. (laughs) So she's got, like, all of her lotions and potions on, and then she gets, she grabs the fucking, she grabs the peppermint oil bottle now, and she, like, fucking just, she literally, like, gets in her palm, and she's, like... Wiping the back of her neck and her stomach oh and her chest and her temples and shit. And then, like, we, we tend to fall asleep. Like, I'll, I'll, we'll get too hot. I'm not the type of person that I can, like, sleep in a spoon position the whole night because I get way too fucking hot. But we'll normally, like, fall asleep initially, like, in kind of like a spoon, big spoon, little spoon position. But now she's got all this peppermint shit. It's like I take I one breath. I, I take one breath and my eyes are, like, watering. <laughs> and, and one night... One night in particular, I, you know, we were spooning, whatever, and I, we were touching hands, right? And then when I rolled back over to to go to sleep, you know, on my side of the bed, 
And I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I can't stand when my balls are stuck between my legs, so I have to, like, adjust myself before I go to sleep. That last-minute adjustment. Oh, the peppermint. I was wearing, I was wearing boxers where the, there's no button. It's just kind of a, a slit. And so, like, just enough of my hand got my, my dick, and I had peppermint oil all over my hand. Oh, no. And so it was just like, it was like, you know, back in high school when they used to do, like, hazing and, and sports teams with Icy Hot and your fucking nuts? It was basically like that. And I was laying in bed and I was like, I'm just going to keep ignoring it. And it just kept getting like hotter and hotter and hotter and burning more and more. And I was like, oh my fucking God, it's peppermint oil. It's like my dick was just burning and everything smelled like peppermint. I couldn't fucking sleep. And it was brutal. And I looked over at M and M was just like out cold. I was like, well, at least it's working for you. So there you go. Anyway, only tangently related to Vicks, but kind of a similar effect. I'll tell you what, my sinuses have never been more open. There you go. When I go to bed now, the whole room just smelling like a fucking geriatric ward at this point, with all this peppermint oil. Uh, no, the sheets don't really get oily because she's just putting it like, you know, on her fucking, she's not spraying it on the pillow or, or whatever. Anyway, it's another Techno Alpha podcast. Uh, my week was, uh, was kind of whatever. Uh, I played a bunch more Magic. My legs have been kind of ass this week, so I've been playing exclusively Magic. I've been wanting to finish um, Forgotten City. But I can't stand still long enough to do, like, games where I have to stand at my keyboard and desk. Like, Magic, I can do a turn, and then I can be like, okay, walk, walk around the room, do some laps, you know, do other shit. Uh, whereas if I'm playing, like, a regular game, I can't really do that. And if I stand still, my legs just get fucked. So, um, I've been playing lots of Magic the Gathering. Been building my own decks because I'm stubborn and I refuse to net deck. And I, I started to make, like, a, a semi-serious climb, and I got, like, right to the brink of Mythic, which is, like, global ranking, with a cut with two of our decks that we built in the last week. Um, and, but, man, like, I, I reminded, it reminded me why I don't do competitive shit seriously anymore, like, ever since back when StarCraft was first coming out, and I, I had to stop myself from laddering. It's like, I dude, my blood pressure just fucking... Through the roof! Anything happened! Any, like, and that game is full of bullshit. Like, absolutely chock full of bullshit that's annoying to play around. I was losing my... I'm, like, dancing around the room, like... <laughs> like, just literally, like, crusty clowning my ass around the room for, like, five hours, six hours at a time. Uh, but, uh, but I've been still, like, enjoying the process of building a deck and stuff, which is really fun. I don't... Uh, I've never quite understood why you would play a trade... Like, a cr- trading card game... And then just go and look at somebody else's deck and be like, yeah, I'll just use that shit. That seemed kind of boring to me. So I've been building lots of decks and having fun. Other than that, uh, that's it. M went back to work for the first time since the uh, since she got you know attacked at work a couple weeks back. She's uh, went back to work last night and she's back again tonight. Uh, so life is kind of like returning to some semi-normal uh, routine now. And that's it. Kind of enjoyed the weather. We've had incredible weather this week. Holy shit. Just like perfect, to, if we could just keep this for another month, I'd be so happy. Like yeah. 20, 21 degrees, except for yesterday, not a huge amount of humidity, beautiful, sunny, barely, you know, any clouds in the sky. It was gorgeous going for walks and uh, and uh, getting some fresh air whenever we had the opportunity. Uh, and so, yeah, that was the week. That's it. And now it's time. Now that we got all that boring shit out of the way, it's time to talk about the real fun stuff. Like Twitch's contract law with music businesses. Have you seen this pop up in your timeline? I did. So there's uh, apparently, we don't know the full details of this yet, 
but apparently there has been uh, a deal finally struck between Twitch and the NMPA uh, that's apparently been long in the works, and we're talking years, apparently, uh, if, this art- if these articles are to be believed or what they're saying is to be believed. Uh, and it could finally drop at the end of this month, meaning, I guess, within the next seven calendar days. Uh, little is known, but it appears that it centers around Twitch providing what they call new opportunities to music publishers through opt-in deals, as well as Twitch creating a new process by which music rights holders can opt into to report certain uses of their music that they don't like. So what that sounds like to me is, I don't think this is going to suddenly be the onset of music being uh, kosher on Twitch, so much as it's going to be Twitch working or giving labels the opportunity to come in and say, we will work or allow these people to play these songs for this purpose, and that's the show, and then the second half of this is Twitch making good with the NMPA to provide a service in which they can more efficiently report violations uh, that they feel are uh, are occurring with their with their property, uh, and so um, I don't know, like on one hand, I like that this is happening. On the other hand, it just sounds like it's going to be just easier for music for music producers to or not producers but license holders to come in and and. Uh, and 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 uh, levy strikes. Not that it would affect me because I haven't listened to fucking any licensed music on stream in a, uh, a hot minute now. But um, some people were reading into this as it's going to be the start of Twitch, uh, you know, Twitch users being able to go back to the old days where they're just listening to whatever they want and shit. I, I do not think that this is what that is whatsoever. What was your takeaway from what scant news we have on this? Um, well, from what I was reading in the email, it's, it seems like um, it's going to allow Twitch to give people warnings instead of just straight-up uh, bans or strikes. Um, so it gives them, I guess, a little bit more leeway. Maybe before they kind of had a gun to their head, and like, hey, we, we reported this, you're going to strike this this and i think now this uh more might be situational um i think this could be like a back door for that so that twitch doesn't have to ban people um you know because there's tons i i still listen to music i just don't give a fuck like i just like ev- everybody listens to me like i shouldn't say everybody a lot of people still listen yeah, a lot to of music, people are still doing a it, yeah. lot and i mean big time streamers um you know now you can just route it through so that it doesn't uh, show up on your Vodder clips, um, and you can listen to the music live. And uh, I just have to make sure I put in my closed back headphones while I have them here, so that it doesn't bleed off into the microphone. Um, and you, you don't hear anything. Like you go to a, somebody can clip it, ship it, nothing's there. So um, that's what like eighty five percent of streamers are doing when they listen to music now. There hasn't been any cases or issues with it. Um, and I think the majority of the music, uh, strikes are because people, uh, have music vaunted and I don't know why music companies think that people are going to VODs to listen to music. Every song is pretty much available on Spotify, uh, in the world. You could just go over there and listen to the song. Nobody's um, going to VODs for any purpose. 
Really? <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, Twitch vods are like yeah. dead. Well, I mean, they do in they do in role play, but outside of that, I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot. There's there, there's not there. It's very niche. Yeah. Um, to to go back and and watch vods. So, uh, what I see from this is I see a step in the right direction, but I also don't see. It almost seems like a lateral step. Um, that I think will benefit uh, streamers for not getting banned uh, for this. I I don't think there's been any bans at all for music related stuff. Um, I know that there's been some copyright stuff on like uh, some of the big big streamers. Like X was watching the Olympics for like hours, and they told him like you can't watch the Olympics, and he got banned for like twenty four hours, if that. Um, but outside of that, I haven't heard of any streamers. Any I know there's been streamers. strikes, but not yeah. bans, bans. Yeah. And yeah. apparently, you know, when you get a strike over time, those strikes can go away. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just it's still think a it's bit all... of an elusive system currently, and so hopefully we learn more yeah. about. It's it's gonna be like what ev- it's gonna be like what everything else is is with Twitch and rules. It's whatever they're feeling like doing. There's no, everything is a gray area all the time. There's no, there's real no cut and dry for the vast majority of stuff. Um, and I think that that's what this is going to be. I think people are going to kind of, in fact, I think this might even create more confusion. I think there'll be even more streamers that are just going to start listening to music because they think they can. Um, because, you know, when they, when they're saying, oh, we're signing a deal with uh, NMPA, uh, everyone's like, oh, thank God, Twitch is back to its glory days and we could just listen to Backstreet Boys or Christmas music and, and not give a fuck. Um, but that's not it. That's literally not it. They, they say, like, in fine print in there that music should still not be used um, outside of very specific things. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe this is an opt-in thing for when they're doing big events and they have, like, Metallica come in and do music. And they can't strike everybody for like listening to their own stream. So when it's E3 you know, and they do a, like a or like a maybe. game show event, and it's yeah. not them on stage with like some fucking elevator music. Yeah, and like <laughs> uh, that now they're promoting some sort of like music thing that I've seen some streamers are opting in for like writing music and stuff. Like I don't know, man. Twitch, Twitch when it comes to music is a fucking dumpster fire. Um, it's confusing at the very least, um, and. It, I, I don't know. I don't know why you can you can listen to music on YouTube or Facebook uh, and there people aren't getting banned. Like at most, your, your video is getting demonetized. Well, I think I think I think the difference is that YouTube has a system in which they can forward monetization to rights holders, whereas Twitch just doesn't have that. And I think it's probably for similar reasons that we don't have things like even though even though some hack version of rewind is apparently coming to Twitch as well, they yeah. announced that. Like, and it, but it's like a it's it's like a band aid version. It's like where they're like kind of low key roping in the vod past a five minute mark, and there's like yeah. it's they're they're trying to do it, but but I think ultimately they'd have to rewrite the entire player in order to yeah. properly implement it. And I think it's probably a similar situation whereby they just don't have the back end infrastructure in place right now to forward advertising revenue um, to rights holders. And then the, uh, the other more complicated thing, I suppose, is that, you know, in a YouTube video, most of these videos are like, you know, um, uh, five, 
10 minutes. 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, yeah. right? And you get like one or two things that are that are claimable and maybe one or two of those things are there and then for the chunk of time if any ads are played before or after the the delivery of said song or whatever it's being sent and split between the rights holders whereas like on Twitch if you're streaming for fucking 9 10 hours like the 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 absolute litany of shit that could be claimed yeah. uh and at any given time and then have to be split up and all the bullshit that comes with that i it's think also makes show. it complicated it, it's a fucking shit show all right yeah. it, it's just a shit show um i guess like it's good news i just don't know how good of a news it really is we'll we'll know more soon i think i'll be really happy if at the very least it solves the problem of the music in games that yeah. are being streamed yeah. being flagged yeah. that is Beyond the most important thing, you know, uh, recreationally listening to music on Twitch is always going to be a, 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 a literally a legal gray area. But yeah. like when it comes to streaming, and I mean streaming games in general are still in a gray area. It's still but a gray area. It's literally still a gray playing area. The games is but a gray area. <laughs> but it's like the uh, but the difference is that like the the developers themselves, we know they don't care. That's why nobody ever brings down a channel for it. Uh, you know, at best it'll be like uh, Atlas. So from does the Japan. vast majority of artists, they don't uh, give a fuck. Well, in the fact, artists don't. It. It's the, the, the fucking... artists don't, but it's the license holders. Yeah, so for yeah. the music in the games from the developers and publishers that don't care, yeah. that becomes a problem. You know, it's like it's like streaming Tony Hawk, uh, the redo for one and two. It's all licensed music. It's yeah. all shit that they like. And you, there's a million. There's no way in fuck you're gonna want to play that shit no. with that music. Tra- those music tracks going. You're just asking for trouble. So I think that's like if they could get that much done. I think that's like that's good. A big W. That's a yeah. fat dub. Yeah. And then anything above and beyond that's just cream. But that would be like the probably think, the core I, thing. I think I think we're at the stage now though. If you're listening to to if you're if you're playing a video game, and a song shows up and you get flagged, Twitch is not banning anybody for that. You know what I mean? They're they're just not. They're just not going to mm. do it. It might be a pain in the ass, and you might see a tweet like, "Oh, I got fucking flagged for playing Last of Us Two, and there was some sort of song in there that." Twitch is not banning somebody removing their Twitch account over that shit, right? Highly unlikely it would just be to, to, yeah. to put it out there, but they're not going to just wipe out your account for that yeah. stuff. So, well, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it would just be nice for people to know to know that it won't happen instead yeah. of just, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we suppose that it's never going to fucking you know come yeah. down on somebody. Um. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ah, rumors are floating around that Quantic Dream, who did Heavy Rain, I think you played Heavy Rain way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also did Detroit Become Human more recently, uh, is working on a traditional action game set in the Star Wars universe with a possible open world and multiplayer elements, which I guess Detroit Become Human is the closest thing to what could possibly be like related to that style of game for them to tackle. Uh, but, uh, it's just a rumor, but that seems there's more and more star, uh, star Wars content being cranked out. So that seems not completely unlikely. Um, would they be the first person on my list to do a star Wars game? Probably not. Would, uh, but then again, would playground games be the first on my list to do fable? If you originally told me that, and I'd probably say no. So at this point, fuck it. Show me your star Wars. What do you got? Quantic dreams. Just, you know. Heavy Rain was nice, but it, it, Detroit Become Human was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit better, but just don't make Star Wars with quick time events, please, God. Heavy Rain just was one giant 
Quick time event. Wasn't there like a part of that game where you're just walking around pressing X and calling like your 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 child's name or your wife's name or some shit? You're just like walking around constantly fucking like mashing one button, yeah, like calling I your name. I think so. I think that was in the beginning of the game. But I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not, it's been so long since I played that shit. That whole game's a meme. I do remember though how everyone was like mind fucked by that game when it was being shown off. Because it like the like the it was the sit down scene where the wife is there just talking to you like in a mono like a uh, like a, a little dialogue thing, and it was like showing the uh, just how powerful the PlayStation 3's graphical capabilities were because this was like pre launch kind of shit, and it did it was like it was like mind blowing because it really was at the time in a huge leap. But then the game got delayed a bunch. It came out and it was just like, pfft, it was kind of like a whatever, a whatever experience. But yeah, all the best. If you're doing Star Wars, just, you know, do it well. I could use more Star Wars if it's done well. Uh, oh, Blizzard. It's time for that news. Activision Blizzard news, Mr. Black. But Blizzard specifically, apparently. Uh, bad news keeps rolling through as Blizzard's chief legal officer has quit amidst the lawsuit gong show. They just keep getting more and more slammed on him over there, and so the chief legal uh, officer said, I'm out! Before I become part of this fucking slaughter, I am out of this mess. So that's another top uh, a top member of Blizzard being gone. They were there, I think, for... Uh, I think it was... a few years, anyway, in that position. I think it was like three years, I want to say. Uh, also... Overwatch 2, which I'm not convinced is even a video game. But Overwatch 2's boss, uh, Ch- Chaco? I-, I have no idea how to pronounce his name, and I apologize. Chaco or Chaco, depending on how that A is pronounced, uh, Sonny, is also quitting Blizzard for, quote, some time off. Uh, however, in the announcement of him leaving, the company said that Overwatch 2 is closing in on completion with more being set to be shown off uh, at the Overwatch League Grand Finals, which I think is this weekend. And, uh, and well, if it wasn't this weekend, it's next. So, uh, we will discover soon, apparently, if Overwatch 2 is a real video game. Uh, and if it is indeed a real video game, what it's shaping up to be. Um, did, you, did you hear about the, the, the name change for... Uh... Oh, for uh, uh, um, McCree or whatever. McCree, his name is. yeah, McCree, yeah, because yeah, it was named after one of the uh, one of the staff members that were part of the allegations or or whatnot. So yeah, now I they're, they, I think they might have been part of the Bill Cosby suite. Probably, might there was a been. lot of people in that picture. Yeah, could have been, might have been some sort but, of thing. Uh, they changed they changed his name. I forget what the name is. It's uh, they changed his name to something. Uh, I did, I didn't see if they chose a name I hadn't oh, I hadn't did. seen it they yet did. and it was like a name, uh, name I knew they were going to change it but I didn't see like if they actually announced a replacement name for it yet yeah it was like uh, Cree somebody in chat know somebody in chat's gonna know right as soon as somebody says it I'll know I'm pretty sure it was like named after or I guess not named after something but also the name is kind of associated with madness. McLeod? It, no, I don't think it was. I don't think it was that, McLeod. That would be. I thought it was something else. Anyway, I'll have to find. Well, it. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I think that yeah, was. Is uh, it McLeod? Really? 
Oh, that is not concrete. Okay. Oh, it's not concrete. Okay. I was going to say, because okay. all I'm going to think of is, is Fox McCloud. Star Fox. Fox okay. McCloud. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I heard a completely different name. Uh, maybe they, they had some that they were fielding out or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was Cowboy Hero temporarily. Oh, God. Oh, that's rough. I, like, honestly, I feel bad for, like, the devs that are just in there doing their fucking job and all of this firestorm <laughs> is happening around them. Their company show. is on fire. Their parent company is on fire. Uh, you know, all of their lead developers are just fucking, like, leaving the building every single day. Uh, that's gotta be the, can you imagine the morale in that building right now? It's gotta be zero, right? I, I, where does it get worse? Um, I do, I, I also feel for Matt Mercer since he's associated directly with McCree at voicing him. Uh, it's kind of an unfortunate situation for him as well, no doubt. Um, related to all of that firestorm though, there's more shit landing on the desk of Bobby Kotick. Securities and Exchange Commission, in fact, the SEC, has launched an investigation into Activision Blizzard now after a series of harassment and abuse allegations came in and will be looking into possibly suppressed information uh, to keep the stock prices up. So uh, the shareholders and, and stockholders have been, um, have been concerned that uh, Activision Blizzard has not been informing them of the myriad accusations within the company to give them a false sense of security. Uh, and uh, for the, you know, obviously, so that nobody is uh, dumping uh, their shares back on the market in preparation for, I don't know, like five lawsuits appearing out of nowhere, two of which coming from a, an entire fucking state and one from the SEC. Uh, but here we are now, and the SEC is investigating. And so... Uh, I'm wondering, I have this in the notes, I'm wondering if, uh, if some of that information that they're looking for, uh, despite the fact that so far the SEC says that they've mostly, uh, they've mostly cooperated, that the stuff that Bobby and friends had been allegedly ordering people to shred all these documents, uh, might be related to the shit that the SEC is now appearing on their doorstep <laughs> looking for. Welcome. To Activision Blizzard. Uh, this is probably the most work Bobby Kotick's had to do in years, though. So, you know, this is Bobby Kotick is actually earning his... He's earning his, his bonuses right bajillion now. dollar bonuses now. Right. Yes, this is, this is where he's earning his money. Um, oh, also, with more, uh, with, with, with more lawsuit-related stuff, updates on the Apple versus Epic case already. We talked a little bit about it last week as well. Uh, Apple has informed Epic officially that Fortnite will be blacklisted until the exhaustion of all court appeals, which could be a five-year process. <laughs> Oof, that's an expensive... That's, that's an expensive blacklist. That's said, a yikes. Oh, they said, hey, you want to you wanna <laughs> fuck with us? All right. Fuck oh, your revenue. Holy shit. You're that blacklisted. is... Wow. Yeah, that'll, wow. that'll put on the pressure to end this... Quickly. Oh my God, can you imagine like the amount of money just being burned right now, not only in legal fees, but now you can't even recoup that shit yeah, that's bad. on, that's on bad. the mobile market for Apple. That's yeah. rough. They're like, hey, you doing so good, huh? Okay. Yikes. Go ahead. Blacklisted. 
Get fucked. <laughs> um, Nintendo Direct. Oh, yes, right. They announced this like yesterday. Nintendo has this thing where they just like do absolutely nothing, and then 24 hours before an event, they're like, hey, by the way, tomorrow. Uh, and so we're getting one. Uh, we're getting one today. It's going to be after the podcast. It's 7 o'clock our time. It's really late. Normally, they do them way earlier in the day. Uh, but this one is later uh, today, so in the evening. Uh, and so we'll talk about whatever might come out of that uh, next week. Uh, days after the, uh, YouTube came after uh, the YouTube music bots on Discord, two of the most prominent music bots on Discord, it has been announced that YouTube and Discord will be partnering, surprise, surprise, to bring YouTube videos to the platform so that people can watch YouTube videos together. So similar, the layout kind of looks similar to when you're screen sharing and you can have multiple people watching a yeah, screen share. Uh, it's basically a watch party with YouTube videos. Obviously, this is uh, another avenue for YouTube to come in and say, all right, we can't just willy-nilly have that shit in there, but if we partner and put this in, we can ensure that ads get played in front of all this shit uh, and still recoup all of our advertising revenue, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And so that's obviously what this is about. And so they did. Uh, but that's not surprising, I guess. Because people were like wondering, it's like, it's an odd time to just come out of nowhere and ax two music bots on Discord. Well, now you, now you know why. Uh, they partnered up to, uh, to bring this functionality to Discord. Which, at the end of the day, ads or no ads, it's a lovely added feature for Discord, I suppose. Nothing, uh, nothing bad to say about, uh, to say about that. Uh, in a bid to reduce, uh, to reduce e-waste... The EU uh, may be forcing all uh, cell phones to use the USB-C uh, standard for charging and connections. And this is, I guess, uh, like I said, it's to fight. Uh, they've been The EU has been pretty aggressive in, in terms of trying to fight e-waste in general. Uh, everyone upgrading their cell phone every one to two years and every pretty much until more recently... You know, where Apple and uh, and then others started to follow, not putting chargers, new chargers in every single cell phone box, not putting cables or maybe putting a cable, but the cable's getting like fucking shorter and shorter. Um, there's just a lot of of wasted shit because of how much everyone's upgrading constantly, uh, and that gets exacerbated by the fact that that there are so many different standards for charging. So you're still getting some, some things are still running on, you know, uh, at least not within the phone market. There's not very many left at this point, but some are still running on like micro USB. Um, whereas then you get USB C is in the vast majority of newer phones now, but then on Apple side, they've got lightning bolt connectors, which is quite literally USB C with a different name. And, you know, a different recognizing, uh, you know, the cable uh, it doesn't get recognized the same way. The form factor is fucking identical. Um, it's just basically an excuse for them to be able to sell their own cables is more or less what it is. So, but the problem with that is that it just, without unification of that shit and with cell phones now being so ubiquitous and everyone rebuying shit so frequently... The amount of materials and, and wastage is, is, is uh, getting crazy, and so, yeah, they're aiming to unify charging to USB-C, which is awesome. I mean, USB-C can carry 4K fucking video signal and anything else at this point, uh, and so all the power to them. Uh, it would be nice to, uh, to just reduce. I mean, I've got, like, even here, I've got 
a myriad of different chargers and cables for the all the different shit in this room that carries like different charging uh, uh, capabilities. So just having that reduced to one, I'd be for it. Uh, and especially since, yeah, the, the other added benefit is that, you know, it reduces how much fucking waste is being tossed around just for the sake of, uh, of having a new cell phone box that you never use the charger in, uh, anyway. Um, how that's going to work out, I have no idea. Cause it would mean, it means that Apple is going to have to, I guess, ultimately flip a very minor switch internally for cell phones they sell within the EU. Cause again, lightning bolt is basically USB-C, but I suspect Apple will fight that, if I had to happen. guess. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. If I had to guess. Yeah. Wishful thinking, but yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But if they try, Apple will almost guaranteed fight it, so we'll, we'll wait and, and see. Yeah. Yeah, how that pans out. Yeah, they'll say, hey, I'll just not give you my phones. <clears throat> Have fun with that. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the EU is a pretty big fucking place. I, I ultimately it might it would be a very people, interesting a lot battle. Of people would go that ain't happening. I want yeah. my Apple. Uh Nintendo oh no, sorry, not the Nintendo Direct. Uh Halo Infinite is getting two more beta runs. Uh that was one more, I guess, than originally planned. Uh back to back weekends. I believe this weekend, starting today, and then I think next week as well. Uh, and, uh, on uh, some sort of, I tried to find it again, but I couldn't find it. I saw it pop up in my timeline last night, I think, uh, or earlier this morning. I, I don't remember because it might've been when I was just waking up to pick up him from work, but, uh, there was some sort of server issues or something along those lines ahead of the first. And so it might, this first one might get delayed, uh, a little bit before they kicked it back up. But yeah, they're getting two more beta tests for, uh, for infinite coming and some more details about different modes and stuff have started to come out. Uh, I think one of these flight tests, uh, I don't think both, but I think one of them ha- includes, it will include big team battles, and so that's like a new mode they'll be testing out, or not not new to the series, but new for the flight tests. Uh, and so we're going to get more uh, more info, I guess, from people playing that here in the next couple weeks to see how those new modes work out, because I think at this point they're probably not going to be running as many bots, it's probably going to be more, uh, you know, PvP stuff to uh, to really start to work stuff uh work stuff out excuse me diablo 2 remaster dropped today did it really yep i didn't see that on any of my news channels anywhere that dropped today yep pretty sure yep well that tells you everything you need to know about the diablo 2 remaster zero fanfare zero advertisement didn't see a single anything anywhere. Holy shit. That's crazy. How in the shit did that not, like, what? Wow. They've been talking about it all over the internet. How is that possible that I didn't see anyone on my Twitter account, anywhere on N4G, anywhere, like, nobody posted on Discord? That's crazy. Well, there you go. Well, congratulations. Diablo 2 remaster arrived. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I don't know what it's like. I haven't seen anyone talk about whether or not it works. Some people are saying the servers are not doing so hot. Uh, there you go. Amazing. Blizzard ain't getting my money, so as I'm much not as I like it. Diablo 2, ain't getting my money. I'm, all, no. I'm done with Blizzard. No. If it's free to play, I'd fucking try it out, but I ain't <laughs> for it. Uh... Oh, we got some sales numbers for the uh, consoles for the last month. They rolled through from uh, VG charts. 
Uh, Nintendo Switch has sold uh, 301,405 for the last month uh, to top the charge quite, uh, charts quite handily. Uh, they are, they've now hit a total of 90.55 million Nintendo Switch consoles sold. That's a shitload of fucking consoles. Uh, PS5 moved 203,645 in the same period to bring it to 11.45 million. And the Xbox Series S and S moved 130,365 to bring their sales to, uh, just over 7 million units. Which, uh, is, despite obviously being behind the PS5, uh, at the very least, they'll consider it a success insofar as that uh, it is currently outpacing the Xbox One sales quite handily, where it took Xbox One uh, nine more weeks of sales to uh, to hit the same 7 million unit threshold. So, uh, obviously still climbing back from uh, PlayStation 4's dominant last generation. Lots of people clamoring for PS5 still, uh, but... At the very least, they're selling more than they did last gen. Whether that's a high watermark or not could be debated. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut that I've, uh, Hideo Kojima has been doing nothing but tweeting random bullshit for the last few weeks about uh, is apparently converting some of the previous skeptics. Lots of people that weren't all that interested in it the first time around have hopped in and they're like, now I get it, the Director's Cut has, you know, uh, has, has won me over. Uh, but, uh, I know I'm personally still not particularly interested in Death, in Death Stranding. Um, Strand games, as he calls them, I don't think are particularly... I don't think they're a thing, first of all. But, uh, the game, if you like it, awesome. It's a pretty looking game. You can see Norman Reedus in all of his glory. You can check that out. Uh, and finally, Call of Duty Vanguard's beta is going over what I would call lukewarm. Uh, where it's mostly, uh, <laughs> where it's mostly, uh, it's mostly going over well, but at the same time, not that well. A lot of people complaining about the time to kill way too fast. There's like no, there's no way that you can react to somebody shooting you. You're dead in like two frames of animation. Uh, the servers have been sketchy, uh, and, uh, and people just not all that impressed in general with it thus far. Uh, I doubt that's going to stop it from selling less than 15 million copies. So, everyone's going to complain and then they're going to buy it anyway. Because <laughs> it's Call of Duty Vanguard. And the final, uh, the final, oh yeah, oh, I forgot about that too. There's already hackers. Shit's not even at a beta. There's already video evidence of hackers. So there you go. Uh, the last thing I can mention, I suppose, is that um, is that, uh, Respawn Entertainment, um, announced, or did a little announcement after there was some, uh, speculation that they were never going to return to Titanfall as a series, uh, and they said that, uh, that that was nonsense, and don't listen to people telling you that's the case, it's just that they have other projects currently going on, and, and, uh, you never know what the future might bring. The Titanfall, famously Titanfall 2, is considered one of the greatest first-person shooter packages of all time, single-player and multiplayer, but also uh, the most tragic release time ever in that EA moved it directly a week after or whatever uh, Battlefield 1 released. They basically sent it to the slaughter, uh, had no chance, and then proceeded to, uh, to get uh, rave reviews, and everyone loved it, but it was just slammed in between the releases of two things, Battlefield 1 and something else. 
Um, it might have been a Call of Duty release or something similar. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it got, it got fucking destroyed, uh, unfortunately, in that, in that release window. And the original release window it had, it was gonna be on its own. But, uh, hopefully, hopefully, we do get more Titanfall in the future. Because, coincidentally, you know, this was the discussion in places, it was like, lots of people complained about how Call including Call of Duty fans, complained about how Call of Duty is, like, just the same game over and over and over again, right? Ironically... Titanfall 2, or Titanfall and Titanfall 2, are made by the original Call of Duty developers, was something pretty much completely fresh, got critically acclaimed, did relatively well, but then nobody nobody went and played it anyway and just went back to Call of Duty and complained about Call of Duty not being anything different when Titanfall was, like, almost inarguably a, like, a better overall <laughs> game. So, we'll see if it happens uh, in the future, but for now... Not so much. And now, Mr. Black, if I, if I have my crystal ball in the future, I do believe I see you selling out. All right. Uh, Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Throw some money at the screen. Uh, we still doing it live. You know, uh, we still going. I think we we over, I don't know, we're going on four years or so. Something uh, like that. Yeah. So keep the train going. It's appreciated. Uh, we also got uh, NordVPN. Can still get seventy three percent off plus four bonus months when you use the promo code OTT. Go to Nord N O R D VPN dot com slash OTT. Use that promo code mm. and uh, yeah, get yourself a, a two year subscription for less than the price of a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month at Starbucks. Use up mm. to six simultaneous devices, so you only need one account per household. Uh, unless you've got a household that is massive. And even if you had 30 people that live in the household, you could just hook your NordVPN right up to your router so that, like, that's just one of your connections. So, uh, you know, you can, you can game the system. Speaking of gaming the system, you got, <laughs> you, you got Netflix, right? And uh, you live, you live in, in, um, in Hungary, right? And they're Netflix over there, you know, in I hate hungry, the I hate to use the hungry, pun, but it's, it's keeping you hungry for more. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna use NordVPN. You're gonna mask your IP to a US IP, and then all of a sudden you've what got if they the masked entire, it to her, to Turkey so that they were no longer hungry? You could do that. You could do that. You can mask it to whatever you want <laughs> so that you have a new wide range of content available in different regions. And that all comes with that low, low price of just pretty much free 99 uh, at NordVPN. So head on over there. Use the promo code. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. I didn't even mention that. I didn't even mention that you could stay safe. Yo, that public Wi-Fi. Master IP. Ain't nobody need to know what's going on. You know? Head on over there and get a subscription. <laughs> Plus, we've got Elgato. Mm. Go! I, I got one product that y'all need to run out there and buy right now. Face cam. All mm. right. You guys saw me using my old Logitech C920 and my yep. C928. And you've seen the difference from just a, a last week or uh, was it a week before last or whatever it was. It was last week. Last week. Look at the camera difference. Look how much wider this is. I, and what's nice is just like with all of Elgato's products, they've got great software that you can do on the fly. So I can 
Zoom if in. You, if Jeff only wants to have the top of his forehead seen, I can. Uh, you know, I I can I can I can do what I can do whatever I want to do. You know, I can I, I can I can just go go gangbusters right now. All right, With- change the hue of that right now. Let's see what show me purple Jeff. Purple Jeff. Let me go down here. Purple Jeff. That's like bluish. It's yellow. Okay. All right. You're close enough. I'll allow it. Close. I'll allow it. Right about here is more so the real Uh, color. Okay. Now show me standing outside of the Pacifico in 2005. (laughs) Yes. 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 Thank you. That is exactly what I was going for. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, go and pick up your face cam from Elgato. Um, <laughs> price point is on, is, is where it needs to be. Quality is right there. Uh, it's, it's, we've been waiting like a decade, literally for the next webcam to hit the market. And it finally happened. And we're not talking a DSLR camera. This is a plug and play, mm. put it in USB sits there. I, I could, if I could show you, but it's, it's bulky. It's it's like, it's. It's got heft to it's it. It's got a Sony internal processor, and Sony's got some of the best camera processing in the game. Yeah, they, uh, they, they. I'm, every, I'm not even joking. Ever, ever since I started using this, every day when somebody comes to my stream, they're like, "Whoa, what the fuck? There's something going on here. I don't know what it is. There's something going on." I'm like, "New webcam." They're like, "Oh, that's it." So go check them out. All right, link is in the description below. I ain't got a promo code. Uh, you know, when you know your products are hot fire. Just you don't you, you, you listen. They're sold out all the time. You don't need to give away any any discounts. All right, you, no discounts. You know what the discount is? You get an amazing product at an amazing price that beats the competitors. There's your discount. Now go out there and get one. They're on Amazon. You can go walk into Best Buy. You can go. Uh, they're all over the place. Like Elgato's in like every big box store there is now. Uh, so listen, dry humping inflatable animals has never looked so crisp. There you go. That's your thing. Can make it happen. And that's it. Now it's time for Movies and TV. LeVar Burton officially bows out of trying to become the next Jeopardy host and says he uh, decided that he just doesn't really feel like doing it after all and he just was in it kind of for the competition. And then I guess after the competition ended, he found out that he didn't really care all that much after they told him to take a walk. Uh, yeah. It seems like a massive headache. And if they really wanted like him, that. they would have just signed him already. So why... Why, even, why bother? Why bother? It's like, hey, you're a loss. <laughs> Literally. I actually think this is the beginning of the end for Jeopardy. I think this is going to be, I think they're, they'll have a show, but it's never going to. It's not going to reach the heights. Never, never, never. I can see that happening. Yep. Uh, Scott Bakula says that there might be, I want to pronounce, I want to pronounce his, la- his last name, uh, uh, Bakula, like it's Count Chocula. Uh, Scott Bakula says that there are significant conversations happening about a possible Quantum Leap reboot, which is that older sci-fi television show uh, that was very popular. Uh, and yeah, I'm just, I just apparently that you know, I'm I'm thinking that would please a lot of uh, of fans. Obviously, another yet another reboot. Uh, apparently, one of the reasons more hasn't happened with this franchise for so long is because and I didn't look into who has them or what it's been happening, but he, uh, Scott said that the rights for the show and the property have been a tangled mess for years, and that's the majority of the reason why nothing else has happened 
even though that show was quite successful, just the rights has been a complete gong show. And so, uh, but apparently he says, while they might still be that way, there's been a lot of chatter around bringing back that show in some capacity. And, uh, and so you might be able to catch that at some point if you are, uh, if you were, you know, a Quantum Leap fan, maybe that's fun news for you. <laughs> Speak of the devil, when we did last week, Fantastic <laughs> Beasts 3 oh, yeah, finally that, yeah. has a title. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, and it will now uh, land April 15th of 2022 is its new release date. Which is that earlier than it was originally going to launch? I don't know. That shit's going to get delayed again, so. More than likely. It's guaranteed. Uh, you know and what it, I hope doesn't get delayed? And they put in Dumbledore in the name just because, like, nobody's well, going to see the movie anyway. Like, this fucking, this franchise is dead. <laughs> This is, a fail. <laughs> this is an epic fail. Uh, which is a shame, because I actually really did like the... I can't remember his name, but the, the lead actor for that series. Um, I can't think of his name, but I actually thought he did a fantastic job, no pun intended, of that yeah, character. I thought he did yeah. a really good job. Uh, just an unfortunate fuck show that that would be the series he gets pretty, you know, predominantly tied to uh, for film. Hopefully he can spin his way out of that. Uh, yeah, Eddie Redmayne into, uh, into other stuff once this whole dumpster fire has, has sorted itself out. Uh, red alert, Mr. Black. All hands on deck. Tiger King 2, officially coming to Netflix this year. How? I don't care how. All I need to know that is that it's coming to Netflix this year. Oh my I don't know what that entails. I don't know, but if it's even remotely close to the absolute roller coaster of the original, I'm in. And if they manage to actually have, have have that guy in a jail cell on this fucking show, well, they probably he's going to talk about well, Donald I, I Trump. Heard, yeah, they filmed that thing where where when Donald Trump got out of office, he was hoping that he was going to get pardoned. Oh, he, he had, had like, the fucking limo and shit. And everything out front. He was ready to go. Oh. And Trump was like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump was like signing pardons for like Little Wayne and a bunch yeah, of Yeah, like fucking, anyone. Anybody that was like, go Donald Trump, you know. Uh, but Tiger King uh, didn't happen. Unfortunately, I don't think uh, I don't think Donald Trump is a huge fan of gay men. If I had to take a wild guess, I don't think but Donald Trump's if, a fan of a lot of things. If you if you can't get a pardon from Donald Trump when he's handing shit out to like Wheezy, <laughs> you know you're down on a list Fucking like super man. far. If you can't even break in on that shit, that's rough. Uh, but yeah, so that that's uh, that's the thing. Um, I forgot to mention last week, and Em and I watched watched it the a few days before last week's podcast, and it it left s- such a mediocre mark that I can't even remember what movie or what thing it was that we watched. It's on Netflix. It was relatively new. What in the shit was that? Oh, um. Uh, it's another girl kicking ass movie. Um, Kate? No, I don't know. Um, that, why Kate Adam? What is it? What was the name? It's a single. It's like her name. It's just that, like the title of the movie, I believe, is literally her maybe, name. Maybe it is. Maybe it is Kate or Katie or something. 
Um, shit. It's basically, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like Panic said, it's like John Wick, Netflix knockoff. Um, okay. Was it Lucy? No, not Lucy. Was it? No. Shit. I don't know that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Well, here's the problem. There's been so many, like, female assassin movies that, like... Yeah. Uh, nothing stands out. Whatever it is, and I can't think of the name of it right now. It's the most recent one. It's not all the other bullshit. It's, it's just, it is Kate. Shit, yeah. There you go. So yeah. Anyway, um, obviously not a super memorable movie. However, fun. Definitely could recommend if you're looking for like an action flick to watch. Uh, to watch. She does a really good job of all of the. By far the most convincing of like, you know, after all of these, like we were just talking about all these female assassin films that had cropped up after John Wick. And it was like, they were all looking for a woman to do what, what Keanu Reeves has done, uh, kind of deal. This is absolutely the closest to a female that choreographed as almost as well as a John Wick film yet. Uh, and the, the premise of the film is, is fun it generally just a good, yep, definitely a popcorn okay. movie. Pop some popcorn, okay. and you'll have a pretty good, a, a pretty Maybe good I'll time. I'll check it out. Maybe I've been yeah. watching. Uh, we've been watching the uh, latest season of Sex Education. Oh, how's that? I, you know what? I really like the first season, and I I've just never hopped back on after the second it's on season three. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. It's getting yeah. better. The show's getting better. Mm. It was a really good show. So hopefully, you know, I, yeah, I, I suspect they did continue. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but yeah, um, that's it. Uh, that's all I, all I had for movies and TV, unless you had something pop up. Uh, I mean, there's been a few things. Um, the Scarlett Johansson thing with Disney. Uh, oh, how did that, how did that, pay? is that like still, new info? Yeah, it's still going. Um, they basically admitted the CEO admitted that like things need to change from here moving forward. Uh, I think they're going to end up settling like, um, outside of the courts before things go public uh with all of the with all of the details they've had a completely different turn i mean when they first came out they're like oh we paid her 20 million dollars like you know it's a pandemic you know does she not understand we're in a pandemic and we had to pivot but it's not the contract she signed and then uh which is really rich coming from disney because yeah. disney fired forty thousand employees to yeah. restore their sea level salaries during the pandemic like the heat of the pandemic so that's kind of rich coming from yeah, fucking Disney. so the ceo came out and said uh you know yeah you know th uh things changed uh we're gonna have to you know rewrite uh, new contracts and stuff from here moving forward because things he basically admitted that like we changed things we shouldn't have changed but we had to change it um so yeah and now it's it's a completely different tone so I'm assuming that they're gonna, she's gonna get a massive check, uh, and then that'll be that'll be that. Um, uh, I think uh, Avatar Two's finally uh, gonna be happening uh, at the end of 2022. Pretty sure. Avatar Two. Uh, yeah, 
December 2022, so that's wow. officially locked in. So that's happening next year. All right. Uh, and there's still Avatar three, four, and a five. Uh, so <laughs> and apparently two and three are pretty much done. Um, so that's so much Avatar, bro. So much. Holy shit. Uh, and apparently, uh. If they blew your mind like eleven years ago or whatever, now it's supposed to be like. So, well, I mean, like it's James been eleven. F- it's going it's next, been eleven years. Some next level shit, right? So, yeah. um, so yeah, the couple of the now I'm starting to see the more of the actors coming and doing interviews and and small little things. Um, so there's been some more promotional stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Avatar is still my top three movie experience of all time. Um, I know the you know the story is a bit of an is a bit of a rip off. And, From an uh, experience perspective, it was obviously a oh yeah, it might game be changer. Number, it might be number one. Um, yeah. It was absolutely insane, yeah. uh, absolutely insane. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. What's the other two? <clears throat> what for me? It was like for me, like my top three oh. probably uh, Avatar, uh, Interstellar, and. Uh, it might have been the Matrix and IMAX, honestly. I, like that might have been. It's up there. That's up there. <laughs> uh, I would say. I would say. Uh, Interstellar, hundred percent. Uh, Avatar is number one. Interstellar's number two. Um, and then number three, it's a toss-up between the Matrix, uh, Reloaded. So the second yeah. Matrix, not the first one. I did see the first one in theaters. It was good time. But I was jazzed for the second. And then when the second ended, it was like, you know, to be continued. And then they were releasing it like six months later or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was quick. So it kept the hype going. Um, and uh, if not, I have to move it out of and I have to go with Endgame. Endgame is up there. Endgame might actually be my third. Um, that shit was. That's true. That was crazy. And as it wasn't an experience. Like, yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't as, the experience, like, cinematically wasn't as impressive as Avatar or Interstellar. It's just but the it culmination of the culmination all of that of shit. All of it, and, the, and the, the audience you watched it with. It was like a, it was a big, it was the like. The payoff it, was fucking enormous. It was like I was watching, it was sold out. I've seen it twice. Yeah. And it was like uh, everybody there was almost like you were friends with everybody and you were all there watching this event together. And you weren't afraid to cheer. You weren't afraid to gasp. You weren't like you were in it. Um, and it was the stakes were so high. So um, mm. from just like a movie standpoint, that it, it's, it's, uh, it's up there. Um, I really did enjoy The Hobbit as well. Um, but I saw The Hobbit in 60 frames. And um, was it sixty that, or forty-eight? Or, uh, Forty? Uh, no, it was uh, uh, a forty-eight. Wasn't 48. it? Uh, was it forty-eight? Double cinema, yeah. 48. I think it was forty-eight. Yeah. yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, Hobbit. Forty-eight frames. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, I know that it wasn't for everybody, and I saw that in IMAX 3D, and it was a clusterfuck. Um, it took me about twenty minutes to get used to it because I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck." It felt like I was watching a movie set. It kind of takes you out of the movie, but once you get into the out of the movie experience, you almost forget and you're kind of still in the movie. Um, and since it was 3D and it was just like there was a few scenes that just like stuck with me. That I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I, like it feels like I'm here. 
it, it was like that uh that movie magic was gone and it was like almost like you were at a like a 4D uh theme park experience mm. but in a full blown movie uh, hard to explain but it was different I'd put that in Benedict, my top five. Benedict Cumberpatch out there being Smaug or whatever was was pretty fucking uh 10 out of 10 uh yeah. as well he did a phenomenal uh, job at bringing that that dragon to life as well yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are is my that, I have a sure. I have a random question for Mark since he's in chat and he would know. Like, I I think most cinema isn't actually like solid twenty four. It's like twenty three nine seven. So it was is. the forty eight? Was it really forty seven nine nine or forty seven nine eight or like some weird fucking? I wonder what the actual NTSC for forty eight FPS is because I don't think anyone else has done forty eight since then. Um, so I'm wondering, yeah, what does that end up being at 48? If they double that, I guess it's like, uh, fucking 47, nine, eight or nine, nine or some weird number. Anyway, it doesn't really matter either way. It does look like at 48 when you're so used to 24, it, uh, it does. Oh, it was crazy. It does look like 60 at that point. It was like it's because it's so you're so used to 24 that 60 yeah, looks it just looked or 48 off. Like, looks crazy. As soon as it started, uh, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like it was like <laughs> it was and it was in 3D too, right? I'm in IMAX and it's just oh, like, that's what? even crazier. It's like what the fuck am I watching? Like within 20 minutes, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gripping my seat. Like they're they're doing these crazy scenes going through rivers and all this stuff, and it's just like water's coming in my face, and it's just like. <laughs> it, it was really, really something. It was like, like it was, Kylo Ren talking to Ray, and the water just fucking splashed yeah, him in the face except randomly. Better, except a lot better. <laughs> uh, and what was nice is they didn't they didn't force you to watch it there. You could watch like your regular standard, you know, twenty four frames if you wanted to. I just I wanted the unique experience. Oh, did so. you did you see who was it? Who was it? It was one. It was she was. It was a lady. <laughs> she was involved in the original writing for the. Uh, I, I guess in some way for the original Star Wars, and she came out to say that the sequel sucked balls. Did you see that this week? No, I didn't see it, but it did suck. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I can't remember who, but they were, I can't remember who it was, but she was talking about how, like, it was weird though, because on one hand it was like, yes, I agree. Cause she was mentioning like some of the points that she was mentioning, like the death of Han and, and Luke just disappearing in a cloud of smoke and all this other shit. And, uh, but like the points that they, that they picked to explain why they were bad. Um, I was like, you know, of all of the. Oh, George Lucas's ex-wife. Of all of the points that they that they could have the yeah, Marcia Lucas. So of all the points that they that she could have chosen to like really show how bad the sequels were, they she picked some of the weakest fucking arguments. But beside that, it was still funny to me to watch like after all this shit that's happened, it's like out of nowhere, here comes George Lucas's ex-wife. The sequels suck yeah. balls. I bet you George Lucas. <laughs> I bet you George Lucas is salty. Salty, but also happy. So he's probably very salty that his baby was just shit all over. But he's also probably really happy because he's made the best Star Wars that there has ever been. And so it's probably a double-edged sword where he doesn't have that pressure. Yeah, it's just like, you know what? I did it better than everybody else. Um, You know, outside of Rogue One, I think Rogue One is better than... Any of oh, the, Rogue One uh, was spectacular. Any, yeah. any of the episodes one, two, and three. I love yeah. Rogue One. I thought that shit was amazing. Uh, outside of that, everything else, hot garbage. Hot. <laughs> I, it's hot garbage. 
So George Lucas is salty, yeah. People but look back it. on the prequels fondly. Oh. If you know you fucked up fierce, when people yeah. look back and go, you know what? Maybe Jar Jar wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where. Why we're at, is bro. Luke drinking green titty milk? Bring me Jar Jar. Yep. <laughs> So anyway, that was just a random thing. Just made me remember because you you brought up uh, you you brought that up. Just made me remember. But either way, uh, that's all I've got. If that's all if that's all it is, that means that's it's time it. to move on to tech support. Patreon.com slash light TV. Ten dollars more a month helps keep this bad boy going. Also gets you a couple perks. Chiefly, well, it uh, allows you to ask us questions each and every week on a post that we call tech support. Goes up on Patreon. You can ask your questions and we give you answers as best as we can. This week, what do we got? Dan Jim, the Dragonfly. This has got three likes on this bad boy. Your top three SNES games, Mr. Black. You got a wall of them back there. We did NES games last week. Now we're getting asked about SNES. All right. Um, Zelda, Link to the Past. That's in my list as well. Uh, Super Mario World. Also in my list. And Third one's, third Su- one's a bit of a toss-up. I'm going to go with Super Mario Kart. Ooh. It's it's just it's so classic. I how can I not put it up there? So it is good, obviously, very it's, good. It's more than very good. That that uh, shit is. Damn, that's my childhood. Super Nintendo has a lot of fucking really good games. So that's like a, this is a really hard list, and you could slot like any any three, but for sure it's got to be linked to the past. Um. Man, just to be different, I'll add a couple of different ones. But I'll, I'll link to the past states because it's I can't not. Yeah. Uh, so link to the past because in my opinion, it's the best. It's the best Super Zelda Nintendo game. game. It's the best Zelda game ever made. Fight it's me. Be- I, it's, I don't. It's, I mean, I'm not. I mean, there's like for me, it's between that and Ocarina of Time. They're, they're if they weren't if they're so different because one's 3D and one's 2D, and one is like the pinnacle of top-down 2D, and the other one literally paved the way for the entire genre of action adventure in 3d so it's like they're both incredible but regardless it's the it, for me link to the past is the best super nintendo game full stop not just zelda possibly but best super nintendo game so legend of zelda uh link to the past um man uh, to get a different ones in here, Donkey Kong Country, either one or two. Oh, man, I I like those games, but um, there's better. There's just better games than those. And uh, Super Metroid. Okay. Wow, Super Metroid. Okay, that's good. I, I'm gonna throw because in a, like an otherwise I'd have almost identical games. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like uh, yeah, almost. I'm gonna identical. throw in an honorable mention. It's it's one of my favorite games. It's uh, mm. and it is my favorite multiplayer game. On the Super Nintendo. Okay. Uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Ooh, yes, that's true. Yeah, we played that for Light TV Versus way back in the day. Yeah. That's a that's a hot pickup. I mean, the Super Nintendo has one of the greatest catalogs of of video games ever. Um, there's so fucking many good games on that console. So, yeah, hard to pick just three, but those are some, some hot picks uh, for sure. And you know what, though? Like, random ones that not a lot, you know, that you, know, you obviously would never hit top three, but... I uh, mentioned before the Power Rangers side scroll and beat 'em up game yeah. was fire. Yeah. Uh, you know, Street, uh, uh, um, uh, not Streets. Was Streets of Ra- Streets of, Ra- Streets of Ra- Rage was Genesis, but I thought for some yeah. reason in my head that it was also on the on the Super Nintendo for some reason. 
Um, no, Contra but yeah, was there's, like there's yeah, a, Super Contra. There's um, um, uh, man, I mean, Street Fighter, shit, yeah, Mortal Kombat. I mean, Mortal Kombat. A lot of fighters on there. Um, Turtles in Time, but that was also an arcade game. Turtles in Time was an arcade yeah. game, but that was fire on the on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, man, lots of, like Final Fantasy games. Is it Chrono Chrono Super fucking Super Chrono Trigger? Might actually be the best console ever made. I think for like the uh, the I think like for quality of games on average for the type of games that existed because yeah. obviously with the power of the console there's yeah. only like the breadth of games are limited, but like on average it's definitely for consoles top three all time and and it's for a lot of people probably arguably a contender for number one versus yeah. a couple of like the other one that would be in the top slot possibly is PS2. Yeah, PS2. You can't go wrong with PS2. So many games for PS2. And it's backwards compatible fully with one. With one, So yeah. it's like, it's there's a reason why they sold that thing for like 15 fucking straight years. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's the top-selling console. It's a, it's a great console. It's a good, yeah. it's, a, it's got a lot of great games, a lot of groundbreaking stuff on the PS2, so. Yeah. Uh, Wild yeah. times. Yeah. Wild times. Uh, speaking of uh, wild times, G Bros. G Bros. asks, "What is something from the '90s that you wish was still around?" <laughs> sort of related. You know what I wish, Jeff? What? Here specifically, what? I want Dickie D to make a fucking comeback, bro. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be summertime. I want to hear that. I want to hear some minimum wage guy that hates his job or girl ring that fucking bell. Pedaling that bike with the ice cream fucking fridge on the front of it so that, you know, we can go out and, and get ourselves some overpriced ice cream. That's, that's what I want. I want I want that. It was called, the, the company here was called Dickie D. Mm. It's a terrible name. <laughs> but, you know what but I'm going to go with? that was the shit. I'm going to go with Walkmans. Sony Walkmans? I'm going to go with Walkmans. Hideo Kojima still uses his Walkman, Jeff, because he's cool. I just think I think I think <laughs> Walkmans are cool. I just think I I still think. Um, are we taking? You, are we talking tape deck or no, CD? No, because there's CD. two. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. talking CD. Not like uh, not not your not you so know, not the cassette. OG cassette tape. No, uh, no Walkman, I'm talking but like the Discman. The Discman. The Discman. Yeah. The Discman. Um, which I do believe was in the '90s, right? Like towards the end of the '90s. It was. Uh, I have a question for you though, Jeff. Was Anti Skip a lie? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I think what it was, I think anti-skip was more of like, <laughs> I think it was like maybe a, a, a design thing so that like when you dropped it or shake, it didn't move the middle too much. I don't know. Well, that's what uh, it, was supposed, it was supposed to like not skip if it got bumped, right? But uh, like you could skipped. like, like almost skipped. and you could like you, you have fart and the thing would fucking skip. I still skipped. I mean, how dope would it be if there was still the Discman? And but it was like a new Discman. So like if Apple came out with a Discman that didn't really have a disc, right? But it was shaped like one, but it was all digital. And, you know, you got that old <laughs> retro feel, but you could put a CD in there if you wanted to. Um, I suspect Sony has fielded the idea back when iPod was a thing to come out with one that was like in that lineage. In fact, they kind of did. But, like, it's hard to sell that on it when yeah. it was, like, such an analog thing, tough, right, to go full sell. digital. It's a tough yeah. sell. And, I mean, even if you made, like, a Spotify Discman, right, it, you're, you're, you could just listen to it on your phone, right? It's just, like, well, and here's it's Here's the thing, though. 
So Gen Z could be the one to bring that back. It's true. Because hear me out. Us millennials are buying what in bulk? Vinyl. I got fucking vinyl shit back there right now for analog sound, right? Yep. The the thing is, is that a lot of people right now, they've got these streaming platforms, and other than Tidal and, like, um, uh, one other, but, like, I think it was, which which platform? Is it Tidal or somebody else? Anyway, it's the one that uses, like, some form of M4A, like Apple, possibly. Their, their lossless audio is garbage, like hot fucking garbage, and it, ru- and it makes it sound worse than it's supposed to. Uh, and not what it's supposed to, like, not the artistic intent of the song. Whereas, like, Flack, like, losses, fully losses audio codec. Um, that one sound, that's like CD. It's what you would rip off of a CD. And so if you put a CD in, a lot of people might actually think that, like, Spotify or, or Tidal or some shit is actually superior audio quality to a CD because they look at a CD as an older yeah. format. Yeah. But here's the deal. CD is a shitload fucking better. And shit, you know what? A proper tape deck with a relatively untouched tape is also (laughs) better than streamed audio. So, uh, you know, I'd be okay with with vinyl. I mean, I I just think I just think there is something cool about the Disman, but I'm, you know, I'm an 80s baby. So like, like, I like vinyl, but like I, I, I'm like. If I ever get like into when I get in my 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 home theater set up, it's not going to be surround sound. It's going to be a really nice stereo so that I can listen to music because surround surround sound systems make music sound like fucking smashed assholes. But but I can listen yeah, to watch, movies. You, yeah, but you watch to watch movies, not to listen to music. Right? No, I know. But like if you're just doing like one system for everything, so you're not having like two oh, rooms okay. with two different setups. Yeah, I I'm perfectly happy with really good stereo audio with a center channel for movies. And then just use stereo for music, which sounds way better than surround sound. Yeah. And so uh, that will be my, my setup uh, for my living room. Similar, not dissimilar to what I've got now, except instead of the soundbar, it will be uh, speakers. Um, I will likely have a fucking CD player in the stack. Yeah, why not? And just, like, I, I, I own a bunch of lossless audio, which I'll put on, like, my, my home network. But I'll still likely have a CD player to just skip like the oh I need lossless audio and the DAC needs to be able to decode this properly and all this other bullshit. Just give me a good CD player, plug it in, pff, fucking done, uh, and yep. skip the line. And I so I think that vinyl for us will be like Gen Z's, you know, CDs, CDs in the future. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> this is a random question with four likes on it, Seth. Asks, ever been naked somewhere it is not typically appropriate to be naked? No, I make it a point to not be naked where you're not supposed to be naked. Uh, uh, something I do my best to not yeah, be. I yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I have either. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's coming to mind. I haven't, I haven't, like, I, like, I, I know people that have gone streaking as like a meme when yeah. we were kids, you know, younger, not kids, kids, you know, you're, you're like a fucking teenager and you're like, you bet somebody to go run down the street fucking butt-ass naked or some shit. Uh, I wasn't that guy. I know people that did that shit. I was definitely not it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd go skinny dipping and stuff like that or whatnot, but that's not really that inappropriate. I mean... Yeah, you're not running around downtown naked. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, showing myself in public, <laughs> you know. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, uh, you're not an exhibitionist. We're walking around with a trench coat like, yeah. you want to buy some CDs? <laughs> 
Let me show you my wares. Uh. Okay. Jorbok asks, what's the craziest improvised weapon you've ever used to kill an annoying bug? I can tell you right now for both of us. At the same time, it's a story we've told before. We were young. There was rice in a bag in Jeff's basement. It was an unfinished, partially unfinished basement. The rice had broken at the bottom of this garbage bag and was rotting in the basement and fruit flies. More than you've, I promise you, more, if you ever think that you've seen a lot of fruit flies, I promise you, it was not even remotely close to the number of fruit flies that were in this basement on this bag of fucking rice. It was enough to change the color of the room on the walls because it was like a, a smoke screen of fruit flies. And so what we did was we only thought there was one way we could possibly kill that many fruit flies at any given time. And that was we found two bottles of spray raid. And we didn't even open the door. We crawled in. There was a, a, a basement egress window yeah. that was like a slide window, barely big enough to crawl through. And we I tied t-shirts. I mean, why don't we just walk downstairs? <laughs> like, why are we? That's not we nearly get... as that's not nearly as uh, as epic though. <laughs> so we, like, like tied uh, t-shirts around our face, and we had each had a bottle of raid, and we crawled through the window, and we fucking just like. We, and if you want a Matrix callback, we were we were also humming the Matrix one of the Matrix songs like at the time of doing this because we were children and that was something that we did. I wish and I could so- be a fly on the wall, man. <laughs> I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Just watch that shit. Dual wielding fucking raid cans. Uh, that's probably it. I don't think I don't think I ever did anything crazier to kill bugs in my life. Yeah, it's no, probably that. Yeah, that's probably that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of bugs died. A, a lot, lot of bugs. Bu- I mean, there a was a carpet. survived, but a lot of <laughs> bugs died. Yeah. <laughs> we we might have given ourselves latent cancer from the amount of raid that we inhaled that day, but those black garbage bags were like white from the amount of raid sprayed on them. It was crazy. You you'd smack, you'd smack like the garbage bag and you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even know that there were fruit flies until you touch something, and then they would all get scared. And it'd be like, what the fuck? It was insane. It was actually insane. Easily the most yeah. fruit flies I've ever seen like in my entire life in one place. Like, just tens of thousands of fruit flies. And I've been to farms. And they're more. They're way more. More. Way more. Uh... Oh, Time Tricks asks, what is something that you've successfully di- uh, that you successfully disputed and are extremely proud of getting it resolved in your favor? Uh I don't I'm not I don't find myself in a shitload of disputes like that. I mean, the closest thing would be like, you know, with your internet service provider and they're fucking on your shit. I mean, I I think for us, um although it didn't really in in our favor, it was like a middle ground is with the machinima stuff. Oh, I mean, right. The guy, the guy that, that, uh, that pretended that to be money. you. Yeah. From that's the a UK crazy, whatever. And, yeah, uh, the, the short form of that story was the first contract we ever signed to make money on YouTube with Light TV ended up being a, like a technically falsified contract. It was yeah. a, it was a guy that was illegally acting as a middleman with contracts, uh, contracts from machinima. So he would, he would find channels that were big enough uh, to generate funds, and then he would take the Machinima contract he personally had with Machinima 
and uh, have you fill this out, and then he would make emails with your names in them. But slightly changed. Slightly? Like, we're talking, you know, the thing where, you know, you could have a lowercase i instead of a a lowercase, or an uppercase uppercase i instead of a lowercase l. L, yeah. Um, And they would switch things. It was identity fraud. It was it was yeah. literally him getting a contract, going to us, pitching it as if he was machinima. And he took us like a deal, fifteen took or twenty percent. It was half. Yeah, it was literally some half. crazy. Yeah, it, took, it literally took half. It wasn't even ten, fifteen percent. And uh, he basically uh, then got contracts, acted as if he was us to machinima. Actually, just Machinima with us. Yes, Machinima <laughs> thought that they were dealing with us, but they were dealing with him. And he, there was fake uh, emails. And when we went to Machinima, because it all started when I when I started finding out how much people were making, like other YouTubers, which is something you didn't talk about too frequently with other people. So this went on for like a year. Um, and once we found out, you know, it just straight I, up. I ran the numbers. I read the contract. I ran the numbers, and I was like, "Hold up, yeah, we're not getting we're not getting what we're supposed to be paid." And what he was doing is he was getting paid. They were sending him the money, and then he was PayPaling us half of what it was. And so, by the end of the first year, when we discovered this, and I remember calling him and having like and doing like legal threatening on the phone during my lunch break at work. I'd be, I was in the fucking like paper closet. I'd like go in the closet and I was on my phone for like my whole lunch break talking to this guy who's in the UK and, uh, and, uh, and threatening him with legal action. And we had all the, we had all the evidence. Everything was there. We had Skype messages. We did calls with him. We started recording calls. We started, we started having to trick him. Like we had to like lead on that. We didn't know what was going on for a minute. And then, had to give a little bit of information. Then he started getting scared. Then he wouldn't answer the calls. He didn't want to. He didn't want to get on Skype. He didn't want to. He knew he was fucked. And then eventually he was like, you know, I'll send you over X amount. I think he sent us over like seventy five hundred bucks or six. Uh, he owed us. Bucks. I don't he know. owed us. He owed us. He owed us something around twenty thousand U.S. dollars. And I think we ended up getting about. Half of that at best. Yeah. It, I don't even think we got half. Because I, I he didn't say, have the money. He didn't have yeah. the money. He was spending all his money. He just didn't money. have the money. He just, so yeah. he was basically stealing from other people to give us money. That, that's yeah. pretty much what happened. He just didn't have the, he just didn't have the funds. And uh, yeah, he knew he was fucked. And then when we told Machinima and we got on call with Machinima, they were like, yeah, we dug deeper. And this guy has done this for a with lot like, of people. Is that like, like he had like 10 or 10 or more like channels. Like a dozen plus dozen yeah. plus channels he was doing this for uh so yeah um and you know we at the end of the day like all we all we could do was really threaten him like there wasn't if we we could we had we had grounds to sue him but he lived in the uk like we were never gonna it would have been guy. a nightmare we, we, we would have lost so much more money yeah. going after this dude than than anything right so but thankfully he didn't know better and just kind yeah, of he was just scared and he was it. also scared of his reputation right because yeah. i think that's ultimate i don't think it was more so the money but he got got right, and then you know he because really to stay the in the, the legal the legal shit wouldn't have come with us. Like I like part of what I was threatening him with was like I said, look, I remember this conversation because it was the day it was the day that he decided that he'd finally just give a, you know get us the money, and he gave me a date by which he'd give us get us this money, uh, and because he said like I said to him, look, the two things are going to happen here: we can explore, uh, we are ready to explore, um. 
suing you here for the money and then some. Yeah. And you're going to end up either giving us what you owe us now or you're going to give us what you owe us and more plus legal proceedings. Uh, and if it's not us, when we bring all of this to Machinima, if you think that we're not much of a legal threat, Machinima yeah, will. will ream your ass yeah. for fraud well, and we're uh, come under out, their name. We're going to come out publicly. We, we know your name. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna come out. We're gonna show all this stuff, right? Um, and he knew, like he knew he was fucked, right? So it was just like a lot of threats, yeah. Um, and it got us some money, and then we were basically just cut our losses, right? We were just like, you know what? Yeah. You live in. And then Machinima and- came in and and actually signed us, and and uh, the rest put us is on their channel and 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 history. And, us. and we made like good money off the off the. He, they gave us like pretty good CPM rates, and they tried yeah. to make up for it, but they still fucked up too, like. They they knew they, like, they, it's like, they dude, fucked up too. They fucked up big time. It's just like, dude, <laughs> how do you guys let this happen? Like, how do you not know? Well, the answer was with- everything was being run by twenty three year olds that didn't yeah. really know what the fuck they were doing. They yeah. were just making fucking shitloads of money because it was the wild now? west. Where are they now? Where's Machinima? Dead. <laughs> dead. Dead. Super dead. Uh... So that's definitely one. We're, that's we kinda, I would say that's where probably we had to fight yeah. for something, and we kind of got something we, back. We spun we spun that one out. Uh, we'll stream. Oh, this comes from Doctor Samurai. Will streamers ever live stream on multiple platforms simultaneously, like Twitch and YouTube, at the same time? They already do. No, no. just not, not if, for not, con- not, not not on contract. The uh, some I do know some that are on contract but they are on contract for certain types of content and so if they're doing if it's con- if it's content that is not specific to their their contract with and usually it's people that are like really like more minor fucking players and on the YouTube side but it their contracts are getting new contracts are getting more and more specific about that like some of the older grandfather twitch uh contracts give have more leeway than new contracts yeah i, I i've streamed i've streamed on uh youtube um before and i've uh i've also we've streamed on uh youtube we did as a well podcast podcast yeah the, it, it, you can do it the technology is there i mean you can you can stream to youtube facebook uh fucking twitch all of them all at the same time um, the capability is there. The the issue that you have is if you're partnered on at least Twitch. Uh, I I only can speak for Twitch's thing because I I I understand their contract because I have one. Um, you're not allowed to be streaming simultaneously on another platform with the same content and being partnered. Um, so you can't make money on one platform and then also be making money on another platform simultaneously. Um, there are tons of streamers on Twitch that stream on YouTube as well, um, and that's fine, uh, to my knowledge, unless you sign an exclusivity deal with Twitch or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the majority of the partnerships, at least from when I was around, I don't know what they're what the new ones are like. They might be different now. They might be different now, but as long as you're not streaming simultaneously, um, you should be okay. But you know they they're not going to they're not going to remove somebody's partnership on Twitch for having a a partnership on YouTube uh from putting up videos and if you want to do the odd stream on YouTube they're not going to get rid of you i think it's it's meant to be there so that adam and i say for example 
Um, we're not streaming. I mean, not like they give a fuck about the podcast. Like they just wouldn't even care. But for example, pretend this podcast had 10,000 concurrent viewers. They're not going to want us as a partner with Twitch to also be streaming this on YouTube as well at the same time. Devoted up there, fine. Uh, but they're not, they're not going to want that. Eventually, they're going to say, hey, yo, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a random question. Okay, what about this one? Dr. Samurai, Mr. Black, any advice on dealing with annoying in-laws? No, I, 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 my, my in-laws are fine. I don't have, I don't, yeah, I don't like, really have any, any bad, I mean, I'm not married, but, but none of the relationships I've been in have come with annoying nah. would-be in-laws. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, all you can, all you can do is. Learn is to live with it. Live, learn to live with it, right? There's that, <laughs> that old saying, you're not marrying your wife, you're marrying their family. So like, you know, you gotta know, you know, when you, when you get married, this comes with the family and all the family problems and dramas. It's not like one of those things where you, you tell your significant other, like, oh, it's just your family problems. Just ignore them and whatever. It's their life. It's their family. It just comes with it. So you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, but, you know, if no, I, I wouldn't want to see my in-laws every single week. You know what I mean? Like, I love my in-laws. They're great people and they're fun to be around. But, like, I'm also a grown man with my own family, right? So, like it's one of these things where you need your space. You need your independence. Um, same with my, my parents, right? Kayla loves my parents, but we don't want to see my parents here all the time in my business and whatnot. Cause that would be annoying. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, just, I, I, I don't know. I, I it, it's your family. <laughs> you got to deal with it, man. Like uh, there's no, there's no way, there's no, there's no, there's no way it. around. There's no easy way around there's that. No you way just around gotta, it. You gotta learn to live with that shit. The Christmases and all that stuff. Like you just got to go and do it and just, you know, bite your tongue and, and deal with it. It usually lasts a few hours. That's a different story. If you live with your in-laws, like if they're moving in your house, that that's a whole different fucking, you know, yeah, that's a different, us. that's a different bag but, entirely. Yeah. Uh, last question. Mark Furry asks, worst, what's the worst COVID era job? Walmart greeter, restaurant host, specifically once they have to enforce vaccine passports, uh, nurse flat out. Anyone that bitches about their job, uh, they think it's the worst COVID job. You don't have the worst COVID job unless you're in a fucking COVID wing as a nurse in a hospital, full stop. There is no competition to that. Uh, secondary to that, uh, when the vaccine passports roll out, it's going to be a son of a bitch for front of house at restaurants because they're the ones that are going to have to deal with all the customers coming in that are going to bitch about anything that they're, you know, in terms of the vaccine passports, or even if it's a restaurant whose owner has decided that they want to keep masks, for example, as a, an inter interior, unless they're sitting at the table, any front of house is going to be the one that takes the brunt of that shit. It won't be the waitress or waiter once they're in the restaurant, because at that point they're in. But at the door, whoever's being front of house that day is going to take a fucking beating from whoever, all the customers that try to come in that maybe aren't for whatever rules, depending on where you live, uh, they might, uh, they might have. So that's going to suck. And that'll be the same for any customer facing retail or service industry position, really. 
theater, clothing store, restaurant, all of those people, whoever is going to be the one that has to like, somebody's going to be designated manager on the floor. They're going to be the one that every day they wake up going to work and go, fuck me. I'm going to have to enforce the shit. <laughs> and even if they, even if they agree with, with like the policy, if that's not the problem, the problem is that they're going to have to deal with customers that don't agree and, I mean, as anyone who knows who's dealt with customers before, they're already assholes. So, like, add that on top of it. Holy shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, the thought, the thought of needing a, a COVID passport to go to a restaurant or something, that it isn't going to fly. It isn't going to go well. It, it, I, I do not... I do not. I mean, the I mean, uh, the upshot is eighty percent of this province by the time that rolls out, almost eighty percent, seventy five, let's say or so, it won't be a problem because they're all going to have their double vax, seventy five percent. So there's twenty five percent holdout in the province of the ones that are going to going to kick up all the shit. Uh, and but still, the whoever whoever is at that front line who's going to fucking deal with the customers that come through. I well, not only oh, that, fuck, you know. <laughs> You also you also get the employees. Like if the employees don't want to get vaccinated, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, there goes your job. So it's uh it's a it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, to say the <laughs> least. I I do not uh, I do not envy. Uh, I don't envy management anywhere when that rolls out. Nope. At all. And then whoever nope. ends up being sitting at the front of the door, because really it is like uh, the, the majority are at least here, like it's different everywhere else, obviously, but like here in Nova Scotia, um, it's the majority are double, but not even single vax, but double vaccinated at this point by a long shot. And so it's, you know, I don't think there's like a, a, a massive number of, workers in these positions that are likely not already vaxxed but i do i do i can see for sure uh, a, a lot of people customers just fucking walking in and and just like they're already doing that shit with masks can you imagine like it'll just be like a fucking and masks were like like masks as a barrier entry way less work than double vaccination so like if you're already if there are people that were losing their shit over like if you want to enter Walmart, you have to wear a mask. If they were already complaining about that, I can't even fathom the level of animosity that will come off of somebody for like an actual like double vaccination proof of uh, of coverage. Like that's going to be like a different yeah, because, fucking. Well, I mean, it is a, it is a completely different thing. I mean, one it's is a different animal. One one they're two totally different things, right? One yeah, is... and, and one is but like one is so simple, but they still complain about well, it anyway. Is, it's like a well, mask. Yeah, one is so simple. The other one is you're injecting a vaccine into your system, yeah. uh, which you know some people heavily disagree with. So uh, that's and and if you're gonna force somebody to do that to enter an establishment, you're you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a shit show and there's gonna be a lot of businesses gonna lose a, a lot of money and a lot of customers uh, and there's gonna be a lot of businesses that are gonna be like no I'm a, I own my own fucking business you can do whatever the fuck you want you can come in and do it do whatever uh, it's gonna be a fucking shit show but yeah masks and vaccinations there's two different beasts uh well because, what i mean is just know, in comparison if they if what i'm saying is if people already yeah. complain just about masks 
Yeah. Like this well, is obviously I think a lot of the people that are complaining about masks are people that are getting vaccinated, right? You know, it, it's and and the people that Well, aren't. I mean, there's people on both, both sides. There's yeah. a mix of both, but yeah. like, you know, the 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 the, the, the this is like the other spectrum because there are millions of people that are like, dude, I'm vaccinated. Why the fuck do I got to wear a mask? You know, I'm vaccinated. And yeah. you know, they kind of have a point. Well, the the point the the sore spot in Canada right now is Alberta is <laughs> at ninety percent hospital capacity with over seventy yeah, percent vaccine Alberta, coverage. But I'm just saying, I'm saying, yeah. like you know, for me, it's just like, dude, I'm double vaccinated. Yeah. Why am I still wearing a mask? It doesn't make any sense. Literally, doesn't make any sense. I can I can still get COVID. I can still give COVID. Yeah. Um, I'm double. Which is why the which so, is why the which is why the mask is on ultimately in public spaces yeah that's, that's but i why. mean it can't stay on forever right so no not uh, forever so you know that's that's why people are complaining about masks uh because it's getting a little ridiculous um as as for getting the vaccination yeah that's when people are like you know they're against it religiously or just don't don't agree with it don't trust whatever reason they have and then being told that they can't go to the grocery store they've been going to for 40 years uh, or a church where they, you know, where they are the place of worship uh, or a public transportation or their job. Hey, you're getting fired if you don't get vaccinated. Uh, that's a whole nother fucking ball game. There's going to be so many lawsuits. There's going to be, it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be an absolute shit show. And that's why I don't think ultimately it's going to, I don't think it's going to play out that way. I think, you know, there's just a lot of, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, well, I mean, just like I don't just like I don't envy management at these establishments that will have to enforce whatever public health protocols get put in place. I don't envy here in Canada. I don't envy premiers that have to ultimately make the choice because you've got depending on what province you step foot into you, you're you're talking about wildly different like a like a quite a gradient like you've got here in Nova Scotia who's arguably weathered the storm better than any other province in the country in fact I'm pretty sure we just flat out are I think statistically across yeah. the board per capita yeah. or otherwise yeah um and I think that's for good reason I think our public health measures have by and large been the reason for that well we're uh, a destination and, and we're, we also we're a small city we're, we're and small, we also right? and yeah but even with the size like we also know that during the period in which we did release all of our restrictions or the vast majority during that that holiday break back in March it was immediately what then took 2 or 3 months to beat the numbers back down after what uh what popped up and then the public health measures crushed the numbers back down again um as well and then in New Brunswick here just recently who's also similarly at vaccination levels they're fighting uh and uh, a pretty massive uh uprun but the worst by far is Alberta who has the almost the same vaccination rates we do but are at 90% because they opened in July so about a, about about 4 to 4 to 6 weeks worth of no restrictions no masks no public health measures because they hit i guess their idea was the premier said we hit our vaccination rate so we're just going to open um they're now at 90% hospital hub, capacity though. like that's the thing Alberta is a travel hub. Like it's like Ontario. There they you got people, a lot of people that work in Alberta live in other provinces. A lot. Like a fuck ton. And there has been a lot of traveling 
back and forth, and it's just gone to shit. The reason why we've done well is because we cut off pretty much everything, and we were like this little tiny, like little island almost. Uh, and you know, we had proper health measures in our government. Thank God, was just like, yeah, shut it down. Uh, we ain't fucking around, and we did a good job. So, you know, what can, yeah. you, what can you do when you're dealing with like? You know, 40 million people opposed to 1 million people, it's harder to control numbers that are just infinitely bigger, right? So uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I think it's going to be a shit show. And I do not envy anybody in the retail space uh, when it comes <laughs> to what's going to happen here in the next six months as everything just starts uh, opening up. Yeah, that's going to be uh, an absolute gong show for sure. Uh... Last question to round it out, because it's a real short one, and I don't even know where this this question could possibly come from, but I have to ask it so so random. <sighs> Dneves asks, "And what, in your opinion, is the least useful key on the keyboard?" <laughs> the one I use the absolute least is scroll lock. I got a scroll lock button. I'm trying to think of like a key that's on every keyboard because some of the some of these are like end. end. Yeah, because yeah, there's there's like end and home, which is top end and, and bottom of a web page or, I never or use similar. Those. To, but I I've never used them for that purpose. The I only time that we've ever used it was we mapped end to record when we did StarCraft back oh, in the that's day. that's right. That's right. Way back when, because it was never used. It was never used. Because it was never used, else. so you could just use the end key. Actually, no, you know what, though? It was used because in StarCraft, when you pressed end, it would zoom the camera all the way down. Oh, that's and right. And so we that's knew so the right. recording started because it zoomed into the ground as well. And that's why okay. if you go back to old ITV content, a lot of those old videos, the video starts with Jeff scrolling back out uh, at the beginning of the video because end also zoomed in. I would say okay. for me, I have a pause key in the top right, which I don't know what the fuck that key even does. I don't know what it pauses, but it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, d I don't use that either. I don't use that either. And so that I one I really don't know. And I also yeah. don't use the uh, the slash uh, beside the number lock, because I always use the other slash. Like, there's already one on the keyboard. I, I shift question oh, mark or whatever, Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. A, a secondary. I never use that one. Ever well is that a, do you have a t you have do you have one with a numpad on yours yeah. okay that's that's why that slash is there is because it's like for yeah. just doing like you know one handed operation type shit yeah. otherwise yeah you'd never fucking use that slash I have a ten keyless so mine doesn't even have a number pad I got the fuck that I never used a number pad for anything so I just bought a keyboard that was a little bit smaller there you go what a random question but that's how we're gonna end it ladies and gentlemen it's another tech golf podcast thank you for stopping by uh oh don't you do it. Don't you fucking... This this streaming PC has been acting real funny. Two Windows updates has not been good <laughs> on this computer. I ain't we'll see. no updates. We gotta, we gotta get the shit out of here, ladies and gentlemen, before it all, the wheels all fall off. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you once again, and until we see you, have a good one. Stay safe out there, and peace! Peace! Peace!